When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Everybody and welcome back to your favorite TTRPG in a galaxy far, far away. This is Star Fellows, season three of Guild Fellows. Uh, say hello, Star Fellows. Hello, Bye. hello, Star Fellows. <laughs> Stop it. Hello. Stop it. That bit I think is it's taken. really funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> It's plagiarism, unfortunately. Um, it's not. Pl- it's it's broad enough. Okay, it's broad enough. It's fair enough because we're plagiarizing all Star Wars. So, you know, well, it's fun. it's fine. It's not like anyone like. Does anyone who listens to our podcast even know what Dimension Twenty is? <laughs> they'll they'll be fine. <laughs> uh, we're so sorry. Um, That'd be so... the biggest like PR and like biggest publicity stunt if Brennan actually comes after us and being like, "Hey, stop using Dimension Twenty jokes." Like, I feel like it'd help our help our I, visibility. I, I it will is, fight Brennan Lee Mulligan because I couldn't take him. I cannot take Izzy, and I would simply just <laughs> admit defeat before it even started. If I had to, like, I could not even look upon Rekha Shankar. Okay. Now, if like, that God. one started, I would dig my own grave. <laughs> I'd be like, "All right, guys, <laughs> podcast career ended, life ended. It was fun." <laughs> I for right. sure know who these people are. I definitely, truly do know who you're talking about. Um. Hmm. With me, as always, um, is Han. Boop. Hello. Hello. Um, Mills. And Buenin. Buenin. Sweet, sweet Buenin. Buenin. Well, all right. I will draw the line. Buenin, Gwen. <laughs> you can kill my character, but you will not steal Buenin. my dignity. Hello? <laughs> Buenin's right, blowing a wine? That's it. Where, Mama? where we... Le- where we last left off, um, I will all crash of our... the ship that we're flying in. If somebody we're says not, that, we're not flying anything. That's it. I'm holding a thermal detonator. You too. <laughs> Very angry Mandalorian. There's a lot of tension in the uh, Discord live feed right now. Um, there's a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of emotions flying across the internet. Um, where we last left off, um, we just concluded a very tense conversation between 
Elle um, and Akala, um, who just discovered that her friend Elle, who has been presumed dead um, and killed in action in a Jedi mission for some four or five years now, is alive and well in front of you in the Starlight Bar. So we had a tense conversation about the realities of death and betrayal. Um, not really a full conversation, but mostly just very. It was enough. We don't need to talk about it change. anymore. Um, we covered the great. basics. Everything um, is done. <laughs> Uh, Rama got drunk and fired a gun inside of a bar that is probably the most heavily armed bar in 500 Republica. That did um, happen. That is true. Nola was able, Nola Breeze was able to uh, shuffle him over to a uh, corner of the bar where he would not get himself killed. Um, we realized that to accept the one million credit bounty, um, Rick, the purveyor of the bounty, is requiring people in teams of at least two or three. Um, so uh, Brennan and Rama did some uh, some politicking, would be a generous word to describe it, to try to convince our two uh, Force-sensitive friends to join him. Um, and they have tentatively agreed to do so, um, pending some negotiations and some um resolvement of emotional trauma so that's where we are um our friends just walked into a meeting room um down a hallway of the starlight bar um the music has now receded um and you guys have followed nola breeze into a large room um, at the front of which is a mahogany desk um, that stands on a uh, elevated platform above the rest of the standing area of this room. Other bounty hunters are gathered um, standing waiting for the figure that is sitting at the desk to uh, start the meeting. Um, up at front at the desk with his feet propped up um, wearing a very standoutish, standoffish, however you want to say it, um, snakeskin approximately boots um and he has a black mohawk and a shaved head on the sides he has um tan-ish skin um and has a uh instead of eyes has one singular um cyber mechanical eye that stretches all the way across the bridge of his nose from ear to ear that uh glows red and visibly scans across the room um this is brick um brick greets all of you um by saying well now i'm glad everybody can make it i uh noticed that some of you that even weren't invited managed to get your way to this meeting and if that's the case congratulations it's not easy to get here we'll let you live for now um Brick uh, stands up from the desk. Um, I'm going to need all of you to make a perception check about the other people in this room for me real quick. Three. Okay. I got a uh, nat one. I'm going to get different dice. I rolled so shitty. I got a nat one, but that, that gets up to six. So. <laughs> Three, a six, and a what? Fourteen. 14? Okay. Um, on the three and the six of Akala and L, you are both just fixed, aided on Brick and his weird eye um, mm -hmm. and his general demeanor. Um, know the breeze is standing next to him, and so you guys are just fixated on, like, what's happening next. You don't know these people. You don't know Brick. You don't know how this is going to go down. Um, Rama, with a 14, um, 
Rama kind of just clocks around the room real quick. Um, he notices the uh, the men with the V's on their chest. You actually know who these guys are. You know that this is the the Villa Fox gang. Um, just a gang of three brothers that take a lot of bounties that you run in similar circles with. You know that they're assholes. Um, you also recognize the Wookiee with the bow caster and the two human women with the hoop earrings. You don't know their names. You've never really talked to them. You just know that they kind of look at you like like a hunk of junk because um, you kind of walk around in a kind of shabby armor set. You've never really interacted with them, but you, you know that they're regulars in this, in this business as well. Um, you also clock... Um, three other humanoid figures who are helmeted and they're wearing yellow and black armor that is evocative of like bumblebees and they have a honeycomb pattern imprinted on the front of their armor as well and all of their helmets um have completely black visors and yellow um so they you haven't seen them before um but you think that you might know who they are you think that they might belong to um a criminal network known as the hive but you're not sure <laughs> so uh, that's what you get on a 14 um, other than that um, nothing too strange um, Brick continues with his, his spiel now I'm sure everybody has heard that there's quite a lot of money on the line for a particular bounty to find one Oko Valneem um, he presses a button on a clicker in his hand and a holographic image of a lovely Togruton woman um, who has um, orange skin and white uh, accented uh, head tails um, appears. She's wearing like normal, uh, like a basically a dress, um, a like formal black, um, like evening dress. Um, and this is clearly like a holographic image of her like at some event. She's kind of postured in a way where she's like smiling and like gesturing to somebody that is not in the hologram. Um, and he says, now, so this uh, here Oko Valneem's been missing for about two weeks. Her daddy, Turuk Valneem, has uh, gotten in contact with me and has wanted her retrieval to be guaranteed by people of the utmost discretion. Now, naturally, I had to lie to him about the, how y'all really act because he never fucking would have done this if he knew who you guys were. Um, and that kind of gets a laugh from the regular bounty hunters who... Um, obviously are shitty um <laughs> and so um now here's the deal and uh i i did have to make some promises to acquire the soul rights to distribute this here bounty i'll give y'all the bounty puck with the information for uh, how to get started on this here little mission but there's some conditions. First of all, no lone wolves. We can't have any hotshot young guns running around with blasters in their hands trying to find some woman. There needs to be a level of discretion and coordination for this mission that I can't allow singular members of our organization to uh, uh, to run around, run amok. So if you don't have a crew, you're right out. Second of all, this is a non-lethal retrieval. That means that if you find her dead, you're not going to retrieve the bounty. You will at most be compensated for your time, but you will not be retrieving the full one million credits from me or anybody, likely. 
Now, this means that you can't just bag her and tag her and bring her back to her daddy. Obviously, he wouldn't have that. So I need, uh, I kind of need reassurances from everybody that you're not gonna fly off the handle. Which is also why I've limited uh, the bountage. Just you fine folks. <clears throat> um, when he says this part about it being a non-lethal retrieval, um, you notice that the, the Villa Fox gang um, kind of bristles and just like, it's like, oh, fucking come on, dude. We got to fucking find this one a lot. What the fuck is this? Um, there's some other uh, like just kind of uneasy shifting. Um, Rava, why don't you roll an insight check for me just this far in? Oh, okay. <clears throat> ha! Okay, also three on the die. What's my insight? Um, minus one. All right, that's a solid two. Um, a two is just bad as fuck. Um, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Uh, this, yeah, I mean, this is everything here is normal. Um, no, nothing's observed. Nothing out of the ordinary <laughs> whatsoever. Um, can I can I be real quick? Say, uh, real quick, Brick. Good to see you again. Hair looks great. Uh, I just want to say, you mentioned some people not invited. Uh, these two with me, you said you, you're looking for a crew. I invited them along. They're with me. So, we're all invited. I, please don't, please don't try and insult my friends. All right. I just cringe as he's talking. Um, Brick stops and his head turns to you. Um his eyes like flash over you and his like you know led light eyes like narrow to like a slit when they look at you rama and he says uh actually before i tell you what he says can i just roll me a persuasion check actually raw charisma not even persuasion just raw charisma all right that's 12 Wow, 12 on the dot was what I needed for you to pass. Um, <laughs> he says, okay, Rama. That's nice, Rama. I'm glad that you brought some friends. Um, he just thinks that you're like an idiot. Um, he knows that you've crashed your ship. He doesn't want to call too much attention to you. He does turn to Akala and Eldo and says, they do seem kind of interesting um both of you make me a deception check deception 17 5 <laughs> rip um pulls hood down he does not he does not notice um at all that you guys are either affiliated with the jedi or part of the jedi so don't worry about that 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 checks um he rolled a 2 very bad. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, so this is what he says. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, these friends. Um, Brahma, these don't happen to be just like homeless people, right? Like these, you didn't just find them outside the bar. These are actual bounty hunters. L looks at his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I think if they were homeless people that... I'm a bounty hunter, and you are a crime lord, so, I mean, seriously, who gives a shit who they are? Now, I, I did just explain to you why, like, discretion and tactics and, like, cooperation would be key to successfully executing this mission. Um, but they, so, you, there are, they are, you two are We can hold hunters. our own. We can hold our own. We'll be fine. 
All right. Uh, fuck. Okay. Uh, uh where was I? Uh, oh, yeah. So anyway, so discretion. <laughs> discretion. Uh, now the other, the third thing that you all need to remember is this: the reason that two root founding came to us is because as a senator of the Galactic Republic, he felt like this would not be a matter that he would want the Jedi or the Galactic Republic police interfering with, which means if you see them motherfuckers, you run and you don't tell them shit. And he kind of looks around at everybody. I don't know uh, any Jedi, I sir. Um, I Actually, I don't think you do. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's nice, Rama. Shut the fuck up. I'm talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah some of the bounty hunters laugh at that um well, like an authority sucks t-shirt beneath my mandalorian armor <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so um what happens next is um brick will is going to call up members of the uh, like the bounty hunters that are present that he knows to hand out the bounties to them to the specific people that he called to be here um all right. Uh, first up, let's just get this out of the way. Uh, y'all three, bumblebee-looking motherfuckers in the back. Yeah, come up here. Um, so those three um, with the like bee-patterned armor come up, um, and he says, "So uh, y'all must be from the hive, huh?" Um, and they all kind of like look askance at each other, don't say anything, and look back. And he's like, "Yeah, I thought so." Um, and he hands out a bounty buck and says. Now, I know that you're here for her. Uh, just give her my best, all right, and get the fuck out of here. Um, and he hands them a bounty puck, which is just a cylindrical metal. Uh, looks like an Altoids container, but circular. And then uh, they, all three, wordlessly leave um, and go. Um, all right, uh... Next up, uh, let's have let's have the Wookiee come up here, girl. Um, the Wookiee and her uh, two female human friends with the hoop earrings uh, come up. Um, the Wookiee like holds out her arms um, to Brick and uh, goes, um, and they go in for a hug and embrace. And he like pats her back and says, "Oh, it's it's good to see you again, Trish. How you doing?" And she kind of makes some noise. Um, uh, and she uh, pats Brick on the shoulder. They're clearly friends and know each other. Right, you'll get this done in a jiffy here, so I don't have to worry about anybody fucking this up. Um, and he gives them a bounty puck as well, uh, places it in the big hand of the Wookiee. Um, the two human women um, are just flanking the Wookiee, and then um, they take their puck and leave. Um, and so now... Um, you guys are just left alone in uh, a room. Uh, it is you three with uh, the Villa Fox gang. I'm going to... Hold on. Okay. Um, let's see. You two failed on your perception checks earlier, so I'm going to give both of you a chance to retry Ellen Akala. Go ahead and give me another perception check. Oh, I can't hear. I can't hear you. Um, oh, I said, don't worry. I'm so good at perception. That's a zero. <laughs> I got. I got a zero. Yeah. What, what did you get? get a zero in D and D. What happens? Do you die? 
So you, you rolled a nat one with a minus one? Yeah. It's okay. I got a 21, so we're good. You got a 21. Yeah. Um, L, you <laughs> are L so... L can't roll for shit, apparently. <laughs> a flash this is... went off. <laughs> um, I've been rolling, like, four different dice this entire time. Like, L just can't roll for shit. L, you are so moved by the display of affection between this, uh, this like, really rugged bounty uh, distributor and this Wookiee, and you, like, like feel this deep hang of, like, fuck, I want a Wookiee hug. Um, and you totally miss um, just anything else happening. Akala, you, you, like, look around, you take a head count, and you realize that you thought there was only, there only should be three more people in here, but you actually notice a fourth extra person that you didn't notice before, um, he is a, uh, Trandoshan, um, Agla, you notice a Trandoshan, um, that is wearing, like, uh, a green, um, like, Adidas-style, like, windbreaker. It's not, like, how literally an Adidas jacket, right. but it is, like, that <laughs> material, like, a windbreaker jacket. Yeah. Um, it is green, um, and he's wearing, like, a, uh a uh, rifle like slung across his back um and he's just been like leaning against the back wall um like during this entire conversation and once he realizes that you clocked him he uh stands up from the wall and just says i'll see myself out and he leaves just completely dips um you're the only buddy that noticed um, him come or go. Um, you don't get the sense that like anybody else particularly clocked him, or at least if they did, they didn't like acknowledge it. Um, by the way, Trandoshan, for people that don't know, it is a like reptilian species of humanoid that has a very lizard-looking face with um, orange slitted like lizard eyes, um, sharp teeth, um, kind of like yeah, like uh, you can look up like pictures to get a better idea but like a very kind of aggressive reptilian looking um species uh and so um he walks out he uh uh brick is looking at now the the six remaining um bounty hunters and says now here's a bit of a problem folks part of the reason i uh went through that spiel just now about discretion and being careful and being prepared is that i'm left with a problem I only have one more bounty puck that I want to really distribute out into the wild. And I don't feel so good about either of you groups of individuals. Uh, he pauses for a moment to see if there's any reaction from you three. I'm just going to uh, keep listening. <laughs> he gets a raised eyebrow and a crossed arm from MOL. <laughs> Um, Emily. Um. Uh huh. Um. The Villa Fox Gang. You notice that, like, one of them. Um. They all look pretty similar. They're all like, they're all like white guys with brown hair. The one of them that like steps forward to speak. I know, so gross. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I cringed on the inside. Just. just just kidding, folks. Just kidding. Um, uh, the one that steps forward, um, he's holding his helmet by his side, and you notice that it is crested up top. Like, the helmet almost has a mohawk. It's the one thing that, like, distinguishes their armor, basically, but they're all wearing red, the same red and white armor. Um, who is, seems clearly to be the leader says, 
what the fuck do you mean you don't trust our discretion? Like, what the fuck is this break? Just get you. I've listen. You don't even know these fucks. You thought they were homeless. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, not give us the bounty? Um, and Brick turns to him and says, "Now nah, y'all are good for one thing only, and that's killing people. Listen, every single bounty you've brought me, they've been brought back dead. I know Rama's got a carbonite hold. Well, had a carbonite hold, but he's perfectly capable of non-lethal modes of." apprehending suspects i don't know about y'all and then he turn he does turn to you three now and says and i don't really know about y'all either because i don't fucking know you two and rama here is hanging on by a thread look so hey actually you finish apologies brick you know that might have been the most intelligent thing you've said to me directly ever and i want you to take that <laughs> I want you to take that and really live that from now on. <laughs> it sounded like like a boss at like a corporate office being like, "We're gonna do a compliment sandwich," and uh, <laughs> but I like it. Oh, you now I want you to. I want you to. That was really nice. Now shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> uh, Brick continues and says, "So this is what we're gonna do." He takes the clicker that was in his hand. Um, you guys are now standing, like everybody's now within 10 feet of each other. He clicks the clicker and the floor in a circle around all of you starts lowering slowly into the ground. You hear the hydraulic noises of this platform descending. Goes, so what we're gonna do is have ourselves here a little competition. The rules of the game are this. We're gonna descend into the arena that I house for, you know, just fun little competitions and bets between fighters. We were gonna have a little match here between a couple of prize fighters, but I think this will be more interesting. So, the rules are this. Non-lethal only. First team to completely drop and apprehend the other team gets the bounty puck. Um, and as he says this, uh, you guys descend beneath a threshold in the floor and you realize that you are in a huge arena filled with aliens. It takes up the entire like circumference of the building, like under the starlight bar, basically. It is this large cylindrical arena um, and everybody is like shouting and cheering like, yeah, let's go, oh my God, it's game time. Um, and uh, as you descend further, uh, there's this huge crowd of aliens. You descend now into a center platform in the middle of this arena. The, uh, the stage that you are on, the circular stage, is um, like 100 feet in diameter, basically. Um, so 50 foot radius. On the outside of that radius is like a drop into water. And then like on the other side of that drop is the crowd, basically. Brick grabs an old-timey microphone from the ceiling and says, Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. But they're having slash changing. Now the crowd goes, what? What the fuck? What? Oh. Um, says, instead of our price fighters, we're going to have these six bounty hunters digging out real live stakes in front of all these five folks. How's that happen? And another roar from the crowd goes up. Um... And uh, he uh, steps on a series of platforms that actually levitate him like into a spectator's box. Um, this arena, if you, I'm gonna just describe it, it's gonna be symmetrical on both sides. Uh, there are like one or two 
places where you could take cover that are just like um, metal slats that come up from the floor that come up like about four feet that you could like crouch behind in case of a firefight. And there's three on each side of the center of the circle, like in the middle, basically. Um, so you can only take cover like really in the middle of uh, the arena. Um, I need everybody to roll initiative. <laughs> Hello everyone, I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, kind of crazy. Um, and what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last like regular like story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, post-mortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, but take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah I don't know that's really all I kind of have to say I'm a little behind on our social media pages so I apologize for that but um we'll we'll get there we'll catch up and um yeah next week's gonna be the very last story episode season four finale and then um i'm not a hundred percent sure when the wrap-up episodes are gonna happen they may not happen for a while simply because a lot of us are busy um and we're just kind of working around our schedule um so they might not happen for a few weeks we're gonna try to squeeze them in eventually um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute, but they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. <laughs> um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's. It's almost over. Um, yeah. Thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but, yeah. That's, that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, 
that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Okay, Dice, I know we've had a tough time so far, but it would be nice if you could not roll like shit for once. That's a 16, Cap. I don't... I don't know how I'm gonna get out of this alive with only 13 points on me. This is not gonna be fun. I got I've got a... Go ahead. 13 initiative. I got 14. So, Han, you got a 14? Yeah. L, you got a... 13. And Rama, what'd you get? 16. Okay, let me roll for these three folks real quick. This is gonna be tough without using the force or my lightsaber. <laughs> uh, yeah, funny thing about that, huh? Okay, so Rama, you're gonna start us off. Um, your enemies are approximately, uh, so you all are like in the center of this arena right now, so you're all still within 10 feet. You can go any direction in the circle to gain distance. Um, you can only take cover basically around the um, 10 feet from like the center of the circle. All right, so I am going to go about 30 feet away and see if I can take cover with that distance. Yes, yeah, you absolutely could. So you go uh, 30 feet towards like the edge of the circle. Um, the cover is only about 10 feet away from where you are because the, co the cover is about 10 feet away from the center of the circle. So would you like to go the full 30 feet or would you like to just take cover 10 feet away? Cool. Well, in that case, not the full, just uh, the storm 20 uh, feet away. Yeah, so if you take cover, you'll, you'll be about 20 feet away from all three of them. Um, who have not moved yet. So you made your movement. Um, uh, you are behind this cover. Um, and then what would you like to do? All right. So your action. I am going to... Um, so on the first one, I'm going to hit uh, Disarming Attack, which um, I can add a superiority die. I only have two of those, but add a superiority die. What that does is I make a contested strength throw. Um, it adds a superiority eye to the damage roll. Um, on a failed save, it drops the object of its weapon. Or the object it chooses, but I would assume in this case it'd be its weapon. Yeah, so all three of these troopers have, uh, blaster rifles. So you would be right. trying to disarm the rifle from his hand? Yes. Okay, and it's a strength check? Yes. Two attacks, damage roll. Okay, switch attacks, damage roll. Got it. So, um, the hit on number one is a 17 uh a 17 hits now are you trying to hit the uh captain or one of the two soldiers i'm trying to hit the captain okay uh great uh so, yeah so that hits on the damage i roll a uh from what's saying i what i'm getting here is uh it says i add the superior die to attack's damage roll and then the target must make a strength saving throw Eight, so it's a 13. It's going to make a beat a 13. Uh, he fails, so he drops his blaster rifle. Um, so uh, the battle starts. Rama immediately ducks behind some cover, um, fires one shot, hits the captain, who's like, all right, motherfucker, if we're going to get that bounty puck, you shoot him, he immediately drops his gun. Holy shit! Um, and he just, like, it just, like, hits the side of his gun. He drops it. Um, what was What was the damage he took on that? Oh, that's a one. Okay, so that's only four damage. 
Okay. Um, so that, that hurt him, but he's still he's still doing fine. Right. Um, it is now um, his. Oh, sorry, you have more hits to do. I have yes. Yeah, so since I just decided to use a Kemba Mastery, I sacrificed my proficiency and my reaction to fire two more times. So now it's only a plus three to hit instead of a plus five. Hopefully, it's not a mistake. And um, I oh never mind. I forgot to add my superiority die to the damage, so it might be one three. Oh, yeah. All right. It's going to be another one. Watch this. It's a two, so it's actually six damage. <laughs> okay. Whatever. It's a beefier hit. Okay. Um, I'm also going to try, and I have a second superior that I to spend, so I'm going to send my second out of two to try and disarm one, the whichever of his buddies is closer to me. Okay. And the superiority die... Um... Is, I just adds the damage, right? Uh, yes, and that's a nat twenty. Okay. So I don't know if that does anything to nat the... twenty to hit for the for the second attack. Yes, without the okay proficiency, it's a twenty three. But um, so uh, pff, how do I want to roll nat twenties in combat? Um, I know that there's people that are torn between doubling the damage and just doubling the dice roll. I'm not sure which one. I, makes the more, most sense. Um, I mean, my opinions, but Mills, you go first. I was gonna say when I usually DM, I let the player choose, but they have to choose before they roll any dice. Okay, I like that. So yeah, you can either double the, whatever damage it is that you roll, or you can roll double the dice. Um, I I have way more fun doubling the dice. Uh, however, I do want to say, does this also apply to? Uh, the superiority die I, ri- I rolled to shoot the gun out of his hand? Uh, yeah. It does? Okay. All damage dice. All right. Damage die. Cool. That's so, 20. Let's uh, fucking go. Rama's coming out swinging. Rama really said the only thing <laughs> I'm good at is shooting and then came out first round. <laughs> All right. Starts so it's a swinging. six plus a one. Ah, should have gone with the with whatever. So it's a seven um, plus superiority die. So I get two, though. So that's... 13 for uh so that's a, that's 17 damage and he's got to be again a 13 to keep the to keep the gun you just did, unless I blast him away so you did set you did 17 damage on just that second hit yes um and you're aiming for one of the troopers right yes um you shoot the guy on the left um and you uh you shoot him right in his helmet with this non-lethal strike, and he fully collapses. He's unconscious. <laughs> I'll be like, sorry, buddy, I was aiming for the gun, I promise. And then I'm going to get my third shot and try and shoot the third guy. I'm going to be like, I feel really bad about that. I was aiming for the gun. Um, so I'm out of superiority die. This has just become the the Rama show, I think, I believe. I think you can <laughs> I'm take so sorry, on. guys. I, I'm so sorry. Burned both your I wanted to do a dice. cool Wild West, like, so I'm gonna aim for the third guy, and my superiority dies, so I'm just gonna have to go for a raw shot without the, the bonus. So it's a plus three to hit instead of a plus five. That's a 15. Does it hit? 15 exactly hits. Awesome. Alright, so that's gonna be a five plus three, which is uh, eight. So that's eight damage, just normal. Okay. Um, yeah, you hit him pretty hard with that second shot. Uh, I'm going to say that you, on that third shot, since you're firing kind of wildly, uh, only tag him in the leg so you don't do anything, like, super crazy in terms of damage, but 
You did hurt him. All right, there is one less trooper on the floor. Uh, the officer has dropped his gun. Um, the trooper that was going to go next is unconscious. Um, so it is now going to be his buddy's turn. He just shot in the leg. Dude, what the fuck is going on here, man? Um, he is going to uh, take... Uh, he's not going to disengage. He's just going to shoot right back at you guys. Um, uh, he is going to aim for Rama because, like, you just destroyed his entire... Like, they, they, you really rocked them on that first turn. Christ <laughs> alive. Um, so he's going to roll to hit um, with his blaster rifle. Does a uh, 16 hit? Okay, a 16 is what I have. Uh, 16, okay, so he does not... Uh, no, so 16 does hit. Never mind, I'm sorry. He's going to do... Uh, six damage to you, Rama. Got it. Um, Oof! <laughs> I'm like, hey, what was that for, buddy? Come on! <laughs> um, dude, you fucking shot my brother! Uh, and he, after that guy, uh, shoots Rama, um, it is now, um, Akala's turn. Okay, so we got one guy down, one guy unarmed, and uh, the other guy just shot Rama? Yeah. Okay, I, so just for logistical, logistics sake, I am basically, I think what we agreed on was I was going to, for my shield, copy the same properties that the light ring has. And um, for that, it's just to to get everyone on the same base here, on the same page. <clears throat> it has the uh, the thrown and returning properties to it, so when you throw it, it comes back. Mm. Um, so oh, that is so cool. So I'm not gonna turn it on. I'm okay. not gonna activate. I'm gonna take out my shield. I'm not gonna activate it. I'm gonna throw it at the third guy. Okay, so you're throwing it at uh, the man who dropped his gun, the officer, or are you dropping it at uh, the buddy that just shot a Rama? The guy that just shot Rama. Um, okay, um, so yeah, roll to hit. Um, and I'm just gonna like aim for his stomach just to double him over. That is a 19. Uh, yeah, uh, a 19 hits for sure. Or an 18, um, sorry, 18, but yeah. An 18? It still yeah. hits. Um, yeah, and then uh, roll damage to hit him with uh, this essentially lightsaber throw, I believe. That's an, that's another thing. Do we want to take off? Because right now I have, since it's not on, it has 1d6 plus 2 energy damage. Um, so it's just a metal disc right now. So do you want me to like take off the plus 2 or like um, how do you want me to do that? Since I didn't do a damage penalty for Rama's non-lethal damage... We'll say for right for this battle, no. Um, okay. So just regular, yeah. regular yes. roll. Okay. Yeah. Oh fuck! Hold on. Basically, Hold on. this would be the same damage as, yeah. Um, uh, that is three damage, not very much. Okay. Um. So you throw this metal disc at him. Um. You like hit him, and it kind of just like glances off of his armor, and he definitely does like look winded, but he doesn't look like that like is really gonna stop them and he's just like jesus throwing a fucking discus what is um he <laughs> he's like looking obviously confused um still aiming down at rama um next is going to be uh l okay if i were to cast a spell that is range of self 
Could I do that without people being like, ah, force powers? Uh, yes, you'd have to make a sleight of hand check. Um, and w- and just before I set the DC for that, uh, what what force power are you trying to use? Uh, it's called phase strike. Until the power ends, my movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. Once before the power ends, I can give myself advantage on one weapon attack roll on my turn. That attack deals an extra 1d8 force damage on a hit. Whether I hit or miss, my walking speed increases by 30 feet until the end of that turn. Um... Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, you can absolutely do that since it's a casting on yourself. Um, yeah, just make a slight of hand check. So this is basically increasing your speed and your movement. Um, if yeah. you're successful, it'll look like you just like, you know, are able to move at, at incredibly fast speeds. Um, but it wouldn't look like a force power or anything like that. So let's say the DC for sleight of hand, let's say that that's just a lucky number 13. Awesome. It was a 17. Fuck yeah. Um, fuck yes. Okay, so you, uh, what does it look like as you, like, cast this thing on yourself? I, I just think that this looks like L, like, just kind of centering themselves and just kind of twisting their staff, the, like, vibra staff, and it, like, glowing electrically on both ends and just focused. Um, how far away am I from our, my quarry? Um, you are 20 feet away from all three of them. They haven't, like, really moved since they, like, got up. The only person that has moved, um, like, any appreciable distance, um, is Rama, who moved 10 feet away from them. Um, Okay. And are they within, like, they're, like, all next to each other, like, within five feet of each other? Uh, yeah. So the, the man that's unconscious is, like, 10 feet away from the person farthest to, like, the other side of him, like, on the other side of the officer. But everybody is within five feet of one another. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so um, I am going to just walk, use half of my movement. Uh, well, no, I only use 20 feet of my now 60 feet of movement okay. to walk up to someone. And I am going to do something. I'm gonna whack at him with my staff. All right. Would you like to um, uh, aim with at the officer or at the normal soldier? Whoever looks uh, like they've taken less damage. Uh, the officer has only just had his gun disarmed. He doesn't look that fucked up. Oh, I'm gonna go for the officer. I am going to use my face strike ability to grant myself advantage. <laughs> okay. Uh, that would be a. 19. 19 is going to hit. <laughs> cool. Um, I'm also going to use something else. I'm going to use Blade Barrier. So I'm going to forego my Strength Modifier uh, to my damage roll, expend one use of Channel the Force, which I have, I think, one, and... Reduce my speed by half. Since I doubled my speed, I'm still good. Okay. Um, and uh, I can reduce damage I take for the next turn. Um, and I'll go ahead and roll damage for that hit, which was the phase strike, which was 5 plus 1d8. Um, wait, oh, oh, my God. I didn't even see where that left. Which is 7, so that is 12. Um, I'm also going to uh, use a force-empowered strike, so I can expend force points to deal additional damage to the target, which is the same type as the weapon's damage. 
So I'm gonna blow two force points to deal an extra 2d8 damage, which is the max in my guardian table at level three. Um, that is an extra nine, so that's five plus seven plus nine is 21. Unfortunately, I can't add my strength modifier on top of that. Um, but uh, that's my turn. You know, when Han said like, "Oh man, I have I only have 13 HP. This is going to be a tough fight." I kind of I kind of agreed with her. I was like, "You know what? This is like a these things, you know, aren't aren't anything to mess around with necessarily." I did not fully appreciate that you guys could do The thing 20 is 20 plus damage in a single turn. By 2022, I'm telling you is the year of the Paladin. I have not played Paladins before this month and I'm going to make it everybody's problem. <laughs> Um, L, make it this officer's problem. He dropped his gun, and you are about to drop him. How do you do it? What does um, it look like? I I think the way L does it, because it's just so cool, just walks up and just does one swift swipe, like, straight in the neck that just, like, zaps at right th the right angle just to try and knock him unconscious. Okay, you completely body him. You like What it looks like from the crowd's perspective is, like, you like did like some sort of like gesture you like instantly closed the distance and like kind of like a professional like athlete like very quickly like changed your pace and direction to completely catch him off guard as he was going down to like grab his gun you hit him in the neck he gets knocked out now it is just trooper two he's like fuck dude um the crowd is going nuts yeah let's go what the fuck that was awesome um and everybody's like cheering for you um there's only one trooper left the officer is down otherwise he would take his turn rama mm -hmm. it's back up at the top of the order to you bud before i can say anything can i be like uh am where the hell did you learn to do that don't worry about it. Okay, but I'm gonna worry about it because it's some pretty fucking crazy shit. I mean, did you see that? That was nuts. It's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Also, can you duck really quick? I, I duck. <laughs> I've <laughs> known Rama. What I know about Rama is that he's literally a loose cannon. So yeah, when Rama <laughs> says, can you duck? I will duck. So uh, I, I picture, you know, I'm kind of on the far edge and uh, I would think that just on the off chance that I miss, I don't want to smack, um, I, I don't want to smack, drop the Commander McGee and just, just right in front of myself. So after, uh, they duck, I'm going to pull out my, my dual blasters and I'm just gonna normal akimbo shoot. So one from each. Okay. So for the first shot, um, that is a 17, uh, 17 hits. All right, that's a six on the die. Uh, just so you know, um, with the Kimbo style, when you roll maximum on a weapon damage die against the creature, that creature suffers a minus one penalty on the first attack roll it makes before the start of the next turn. So if he survives this round, his next shot will have a minus one. Okay, um, good to know. And that's three. That's uh, plus three, so it's nine damage. Is he still up? Uh, nine damage will do it exactly. He had nine HP left. Um, yeah. Alright, so I won't take my second shot, in which case, I guess, just, um, uh, M slash L ducks, and I'm 
pew! <laughs> I just shoot the guy uh, over their head. Um, you do. He drops. Um, the battle is over. You guys come out of initiative. Brick on his uh, viewing platform up above with his like microphone says, "Can you believe it, folks? That was a quick one. Yeah. Uh, everybody that bet on these chuck bucks and lose, please give up the money. Um, everyone that bet on them with me, like myself, I'm gonna get cash out for sure." Um, he descends back down to the uh, middle of the arena platform. Um, do you guys commune at all after this battle, or um, like, do you guys say each other say anything to each other in the moment, or what? I'm just gonna holster the pistols. Yeah, I'm um, gonna click off my my staff and just kind of loop it back behind my back. Uh, sick. Um, Brick is going to uh, address all of you. Um, he walks out into the arena. Um, he clicks uh, his clicker again. Um, once you guys are all standing on that initial center platform, and you guys start uh, descending another level um, to basically like what amounts to like a locker room area where like past fighters like can get patched up. Um, medics immediately go over to the Villafox gang, who got absolutely fucking demolished um, by you three. Truly, just beat the fuck out of them. Um, Hard only got to make one attack because you kept killing them before their turn. Amazing. Um, so they get carted off, and Brick says, Well, I, I gotta admit, I'm a little bit impressed. I thought y'all were a bunch of nobodies, but clearly y'all were sandbagging. You guys are some some real heavy hitters. Okay. And you did it without without really hurting them either. Well, Jimmy Villafox might have his neck broken by that staff, but he'll live. Yeah, I'll walk it off. Well, no, well, see, that's the thing. <laughs> can, can I put my hand up for a high five with M slash L? No. I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to put the you, top you down. Get, you get a sideways hangs. glance. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, like, slick my Mandalorian helmet back mm-hmm. as if it were hair. Um, all right. Um, yeah, so Jimmy might not walk again, but that's fine. Uh, he's not dead. That'll it teach is a lo- it, it is a low voltage. He'll be fine. In any case, um, you three have earned the right to uh, take this here bounty puck. So um, just remember, got to bring Oko back alive. Um, the bounty puck will explain everything you need to know to get started. Uh, good luck. Happy hunting. And he gives, um, I think he gives it to Rama because he knows Rama, but he like looks at, he he addresses L and Akala when he says these things, but gives the bounty puck to Rama, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, Rama, you now have a bounty puck in your possession. Uh, what would you guys like to do now? I'd like to, to turn to the other two and say, all right, guys, looks like we got the bounty puck. I know you got no reason to trust me. I hope you can trust a million credits in this guy. Al is just looking at Akala. Akala is not looking at L. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we go on then? Absolutely. Question. Uh, just for uh, personnel reasons, I'm the contact HR, which is just my ship's AI, to be honest. Uh, what are you guys' skills, training, where you're from, what's your background? Far traveler. 
Good. <laughs> He's like, good to hear it. I'm not comfortable sharing that information here. And I look around at the CD bar that we're still in. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so, to be no, clear, we're but- not. We're not up there. We went down another level. Oh, we did. Yeah. You're in a so you're, area. Na- you're now in like a private space, where like there's locker rooms where like other like actual athletes are performing. You guys see the two prize fighters that were like going to duke it out using like vibro weapons. Like one of them has a big sword, another one has like a halberd, and they're just like sitting there like looking disappointed. Like, man, what the fuck? I thought we were gonna fight today. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, this has yeah. been scheduled for like months. Um, <laughs> and you guys pass them. Um, uh, so I, are you guys trying to leave this place now? Or are you trying to stay and have a conversation? Or where would you like um, to... We're probably go? just stopping here and having a conversation just for a sec. Cool. Um, um, because, oh, I just want to say in response to uh, Rama's question, Elle just wants to say, um, look, I'm real good at hitting things. And that's all you need to know. Fair enough. I was just gonna say, like, if you guys want, you get uh, you can move into like a private like changing room, basically, um, for different like athletes and like performers and stuff yeah. like that. Um, the bounty puck can be accessed um, whenever. Um, that is probably going to be your next like order of business. Um, if you guys would like to do that, um, you may. I just want to let you know that that's always an option. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what about you? I'm in I'll keep you alive. How's that? I also fair I enough. I kind of shoot. That's I shoot a kind of pointed look at at L for that. I deserve that. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn and start going. Uh, start walking out, and before I pull out the the puck, I'm gonna say, "All right, guys, important question." Anyone else think it's wrong? I have a total crush on Brick, even though he just put it us in a gladiatorial fight. Yeah, that seems real unhealthy. <laughs> I think that's something you'll have to work out personally. What an amazing question to ask two people you hardly know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't have two friends! Two people who obviously have want. a history with each other, too. Just yeah. trying to break the tension. I don't have friends. You're like the only pe- sentient beings I talk to, other than my AI. I'm like, uh, all right, much noted. Anyway, check out this bounty, huh? I'm going to pull up the bounty hunter puck and press it and wait for its uh, exposition to tell us where to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, sure. So you put the bounty puck on a table. Um, you press like a button combination to get it to activate. Um, so bounty pucks can give you a variety of different information. Um, it's not always in the same like medium or like of the same nature. Um, so... This is what uh, you, this is the information you get from the bounty puck. So um, in the form of like explanatory text that like comes up in a hologram, this is what you know. Um, The first thing is that according to Turuk Valnim, Oko's father, the last location that he knew that she was at um, is a place called the Solar Swirl. Um, The bounty puck lets you know that the Solar Swirl is a like, tea and bookshop um basically that's located um in 500 republica it's just like um like 10 blocks away from where the um starlight bar is um so uh that's her last known location according to her father um he didn't know like what happened to her after that um he had a phone call conversation with her and he she said that that's where she was going to go that's the last he heard from her 
Um, the second piece of information that this bounty puck gives you um, is a piece of information that was sourced from Brick. Um, um, that's uh, it's written in like his like tone of voice, I guess, if that makes sense. Like um, his accent isn't written in, but you get the impression that it's like his writing. Um, he basically says um, Ogo had been pinged by a traffic droid entering a dive bar in the Power and Lights district called the Sleepless Circuit. And that information is current um, based on uh, one day ago, basically. Like, that's the most recent ping of her, is that she was pinged in a bar called the Sleepless Circuit. I'm not from around here. Anybody know where the Sleepless Circuit is? I probably do, right? Um, L, you actually do know exactly where the Sleepless Circuit is. That's the club that your roommate Cecil works at. In the Power uh, and Lights district. Yeah, yeah, I do actually. Uh, Power and Lights district is shut down right now for travel, but um, I'll see about getting us there. All right, lead the way. Um, L just turns towards Akala and says, uh, Do you, I, I um do you uh should we I if you're asking that we should talk then yes I believe we should right um yes uh I guess may, maybe not here no absolutely not okay we can uh I um we can head to uh toward my place i'm gonna shoot a text to cecil and be like still locked down question mark um you don't get a reply immediately um you know you don't know um it did she did make it seem like from her text though that like the jedi had put up the barricade though yeah um yeah Okay, well, I guess we might as well start with the tea shop because uh, I I hold up my the text on my phone. I don't think we're gonna get to Sleepless Circuit anytime soon. It's a good start, as any. Lead the way. Uh, great. You guys um, walk uh, in a very t- disgruntled and uh, um, so tense awkward manner. Um, <laughs> towards uh the door of this bar um rama is the only one that got here with a vehicle but that vehicle is currently unflyable um the tea shop the solar swirl is not that far away um so you guys exit onto uh the streets of 500 republica and coruscant it is now like well into the night um lights are flashing there's people um flying around and hovering cars um and it's a crisp cool night um with lots of buzzing and um you know noises and music coming from various locales and clubs and stuff um, in the towers and you guys go on um to try to find local value and that is where we'll end this session
big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save 